Here in the Mishnah on Pevav, and we the bottom. It says the Mishnah. So you have two people, Ruben married to Rachel, both with the same names. Everything is exactly the same. And they send two Gitin, seemingly with the same Shleach, and they get confused, mixed up when it comes to the Bezdin, when it comes to wherever they're bringing it to, of whose is whose. So then no big deal, says the Mishnah. So you give both to each woman. Each woman receives both. Obviously, one was written for woman A, one was written for woman B. They both have the same name. You cannot tell from the star itself which is written for which. So you give them, each one takes both. If one of them gets lost, now you don't know the one that's left here, who it belongs to, which woman it should go to. So you obviously can't, you could, you could give it, but it's not going to do anything except create a suffix, and therefore you're not accomplishing anything. That's the first halacha of the Mishnah. Second halacha Mishnah. Okay, so there's a shortage of paper. And if there's a shortage of paper, they decide to have the cipher says, oh, there's five people here who are getting divorced uh, in this city. So let's write them all into one big star. Now, there's a, diff- a number of different ways we can go about writing them all into one big star, and that will make it up for Now, we're going to have to write here a very fine line, because... Well, obviously, if you want to write all five on one piece of paper, that seems to be no big deal. If you write all 12 lines and aid them for each one separately, it happens to be all attached, that's not a big deal at all. That nobody seems to care about. The issue here is, is that you're combining some aspects of the text of the star. So some of it is shared text, and some of it is not, okay? And specifically, the Edim definitely are shared. So there's one set of Edim on the bottom of all five of these Gitin, okay? So then it's going to make a difference as follows. No question that the Edim, that the star that's on the bottom, closest to the Edim, that's fine, right? It, it's a star with Edim on it. The question is, does the Edus on the bottom of the star that's signed apply also to the get one, two, three, and four that are written on top. And how are they written together, combined to determine if the Adam is there? We're going to see another issue that was bringing up the opposite. Then the other hand, yo, a get is supposed to be law. A get is supposed to be for one woman. You're not allowed to have one get or one document that's actually being used for multiple gitten. So on one hand, we need them to be separate, and on one hand, we need them to be together. If they're separate, then then you're okay, but you don't have Adas on all of them. If they're together... Then you have a chesar, and the edus is on all of them, but you have a multifunction get, which is also going to be a problem. So how do we ride this fine line? That's what our mission is discussing. So chamisha shakasu klal b'teicha get. If it's written as a klal, what does it mean a klal? So the mission says an example. We're going to have to explain in detail the gemara machlekes. Ish pliny begarish plainis, u pliny plainis. So Reuven is divorcing his wife, and Shimon is divorcing his wife. Ve'edim almata, and then you have edim on the bottom of it. So each one is sort of written together. Separate. I mean, each one, like each zug is together, each pair is together, and then the Adam and the Kulang Sherim. It's all kosher, meaning the Edus is considered being on all of them. And then you give the get to each woman who receives the get, and then gives it back, and receives the get, and gives it back, and they're all divorced. But, if each one is written separately, so it wasn't klal. Klal means they're written together. Typhus means they're written separately. Now, we did not define what does it mean together and separately. That's what the Gemara is going to focus on. So then, in this case, that only the last group of, the, the last couple that has this, this uh, star written, that the Adam are closest to their details, that's the one that's going to be an effective get for them, and the ones on top is, does not have an effective because they don't have any Edus signed on it. Now, says the Gemara, Mantara, first let's jump back 
to the first halacha that we have in the Mishnah of Shnaim Shesholchu. So we said, but Shnaim Shesholchu, when you give it, you have to give to both of them. If you have both available, you give each one to both, and then you're covered. It says the Gemara, who does that fit into in our, in our Machlaikis here between Reb Meir and between Rebbe Elazar of Edi Chasim Karti or Edi Mesira Karti? So, Mantana, I'm reviewing the Loik of Elazar. The Chodes does not fit according to Elazar, it can only fit according to Reb Meir. According to Reb Meir, each star was written by Kashrus. It was written and signed, more importantly, right? For Kosovo, according to Reb Meir, is going on the signatures. It was written and signed by Kashrus, and therefore now it's just a question of giving. So when you give it, you don't know which one is which. You give each lady both. But according to Belazar, it says, a de Mesira Karti, which we said earlier in the Sechta, means that when it says Vikosav, Lose for Krisus, it's not referring to the writing, these signatures. It's referring to the writing and the giving, the writing and the giving, not the signatures. If that's the case, says the Gemara, the Iker Belazar, Mesira Karti, Holo the Mar makes an amazing assumption in the Havamina that just like according to a mayor, when it says Vikosav law, say for Croesus, what is the law according to a mayor? Well, the, the, the law, what is the Vikosav actually? The Vikosav is going on the Chasima, according to a Lazar, it's going on the Ksiva, and the one in the Havamina thinks the Nesina as well. And therefore, just like the Ksiva has to be the Shema, the Nesina has to be La Lishma as well. And if you give her two Gitin, you're not sure which one you're divorcing with, that's a Chesaron and the Shema, because you don't know which is really the one that's really working. So our Mishnah that says you can give a woman two Gitin, and you don't know which one is the real Get, Lechari, that's only according to your mayor, that would not work according to Rebbe Lazar. Abay Amar, so that was, that was the Tana, the first time I Abay Amar, no. He never said you have to be v'nosan lishma. He just said you have to be v'kosav lishma. And Rameir said it has to be v'chosam lishma. But nobody ever said the nesina has to be lishma. And therefore, in this case, you're right. When you're stuck, you don't know which is which. You could give both. And you're right. The nesina is not lishma. But there is no halacha that says the nesina has to be lishma. But our Mishnah could actually work according to Rabbi Lazar of Edim Karti as well. Next halacha of the Mishnah was the five gitin. Now, the Mepharshim point out, now that we just explained that the Mishnah Shittas of Lazar, this whole discussion in the Sefer of the Mishnah of which, which get the Edim are signing on is a little bit strange. Because according to Lazar, we don't focus on the Edim's signatures. According to Lazar, you don't even need him signed on the Shtar at all. It's Edim Asira Karti. It's not Edim Chasima Karti. So you don't even need signatures. So why is the Mishnah having this whole discussion? Some of Farshim says, as we explained yesterday, we said, even according to Lazar, Edim Asira Karti, but we do advise that you should have signatures on it anyways. And therefore, that's what the Mishnah is talking about. Although Farshim say, no, it should, even according to Lazar, that you don't need Edim Chasima. But if you have Edim Chasima, they have to be done properly. You can't, not having them is better than having them in an improper way, what we call or something like that, different ways of expressing it, and therefore, even, even according to Belazar, we need to make sure that the, if you have a signature, it's done in the proper way, and that's, a, that's the focus of this next halach in the mission. Okay, so what is the klal, and what is the teifus? So, Says the Mishnah. So we have two sheets. If they share the date on top of the get, whatever it is, so if the date is combined, so it's only one date, then it's considered like they're all together. 
if there's a zman for each one, so it says on Shani B'Shabbos, Reuven, Shani Shimon, each one is separate, Zel Teifis, then it's considered like they're separate Gitin. Remember, if they're separate Gitin, only the last one is Kasher, because that's the only one that has Edom. If they're Klav on that. Now, the Mishnah clearly said, right, Klav B'Teicha get Ish Plaini Megarish Plainis, U Plaini Plainis. So the man and woman's names are written as a couple, each one. Says Rabbi Yechon, as long as the Zman combines them on top, that would be considered one unit of a get. And one unit of a get, the Edom are going on all of it, and it's going to be all of them Kasher. With Shlakisham, no. Even if they all have one date on top of the start, Nami that would still be considered separate. What it, the Lashem we have in our Mishnah that says that it's going to be uh, Pliny, Pliny is married to Pliny, and Pliny is married to Mars, that if, even if it has one date, it's still going to be considered a typhus. So, the the cause of Anu Pliny, Upliny, Girashu, Nishasenu, Plinus, Uplinus. Seems to be at this stage, we'll see anything more in a second, not. At this stage, he seems to be changing somewhat the, with the gears that we have in the Mishnah. And he's saying, if you want to combine them into one star, then you have to write the men in the first list and the women in the second list. So you write, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda are divorcing their wives, Rachel, Leah, Bila, Zilpah. And obviously, you assume that, you know, one to one, two to two, whatever way you want to set it up. But if you want to combine them into one big star and have the Edus on the bottom going on all of them, it has to be that you don't mention the couples individually at all. The couples are not mentioned. It's these men are divorcing these women. Wow. Maskifler Biabo, so we're going to have a bunch of questions on each sheet. So Maskifler Biabo, or Biachan, and Damarzman Echel, the Kulam Zauklal. So you have one date. So Lechos Domoki Chasmu Sadi Abbasu de Chasmi. So Lechaira, you have one date. And then you have Ruvain, Ruvain with Rachel, and Shimon with Leah. Each one's written separately. So if that's the case, so how can you say just because it has one date? that you're assuming that the Eidus is on everything. Why? Even then, it should be, it should be that the Edom are signing only on the bottom one. We have a similar halacha. Edom chasumen al sheila shalom v'get, puzzle. If you have a get, and it has all the halachas of the get written, all 12 lines, and at the bottom it says, uh, the, the, uh, the cipher sends regards to Chaim who lives in the city where you're going to. Okay, and then the Edom sign, it gets puzzled. Why? We have no reason to assume that the Edom are signing on the get. They're signing on the regards that the cipher sent. So you see, if there's anything separating between the Edus and between the Shtar itself, we don't assume that the Edus is going on the Shtar, it's going on the Shalom Shalom's here also. If you, just because you have at the beginning of it one date, but you have five names, five couples written, the Chayra, according to B'Echon, still in that case, the Edus should be going on, only on the last one. You're right. There's an important point here. separates between the Edom and the Shtar. Depends how you wrote it. Did he write, and please send regards? Or did he write, please send regards? Right? So if he wrote, please send regards, without the word and, now you have two separate documents here, and we assume the Edom only signing on the last one. If he wrote the word and, so now it's all combined. So even according to B'yarchan, now we're saying another point. A, you have to have one date, and you have to have a Vav connector over here also. Hachanami, this is Pliny, Vipliny, Upliny. So Pliny, Ruving to Rachel, and Shimon to Leah, and etc. So you need that and, which combines them together.
Okay, that answers another point in Ubiyecha. Another problem. If the date on top says it happened on Yom Rishon, and then you have the first get, and then you have the second get, and then you have the third get, it was all written on that day. Right? It's very possible that they wrote the first one, and then they didn't have the Adem, and then they wrote the second one. Huh? Then finally they got Adem, they signed it all. So it, it seems like there's a possibility, at least, that that date is not really applicable to all of them, and some of them were signed, and the, date, the actual signature happened a day later, or whatever it is. Right? On each one, it has to say that on top, it says, like we said, the actual date of the month. And then by each couple, it has to also say, this is on, still on Yom Rishon, this is still on Yom Rishon, this is still on Yom Rishon, and then the Adam signs. So then it's clear that not only was the first date actually on that day, but all of them were combined and all of them happened on the same day. Okay, so that, that's another detail you have to make sure happens. So now I have a question back on Reish Lakish. What would be the Klal according to Reish Lakish? That, that, that we said all of them are kosher. Is the Ksibi Haku, Plaini, Plaini. Girashin, Rishasainu, Plaini, Plaini. So the men are written in the first list, the women in the second list. So Nimsu, Shtein, Nashem, Gashis, Beget, Echod. Now you have the other problem. You've gone too far the other way according to Reish Lakish. You now have a combined get mamish for a bunch of women. Vatayra, Amar, Vakos of law. Law and we darshan v'loy law v'lechavratot. You're not allowed to share a document, whether that means on the writing or the signatures, but you're not allowed to share it. So according to Shachar, it's too combined, and you've gone too far the other way. Nothing should be kosher. Says the more the other of plainy girish plainness or plainy girish plainness. Now Shachar fits better in the Mishnah. You're right. According to Shachar, you have to have two times, twice in this star is mentioned the men and the women. You have to A, mention them as groups, men, 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 woman, 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 woman. That combines them together. And then a second time, you have to write men, woman, man, woman, man, woman to make sure that it's considered separate gitten. So again, to ride this fine line of having a combined star and a separate star, according to Shakish, you have to have it both times written. We have a Bryce that talks about by Hilchestoris of, of an Evan. If you write to two Avodim, the normal Allah is if you write to an Evan that I'm giving you everything, what you mean is he's going free. He's going free because you can't have everything unless he goes free. If you do that to two Avodim, they can be kind of Meshachim on each other. Right? Each one owns half of the other. Now, wait a second. How does that work? You just said you can't share a star between two women. If you can't share a star between two women, you can't share a star between two of them as well. So how did you do this? No, in that case over there is you wrote two stars. You just gave them at the same time. You cannot have the same exact star. Now, you could if you write it this way. If you write both separate and together, then maybe you could if you could work it out this way, but obviously that's not the standard way to do it. So we have two totally different ways of explaining the Mishnah of what's klal and what is going to be uh, typhus. Tanik Vasudha Biechlan, Tanik Vasudakash, we have Bryce's that seem to support each side. Tanik Vasudha Biechlan, that Rabbi Yechonon had said that you don't have to have the names combined to be klal as long as the zman is combined. Chamisha Shakasu Get. Ish plainy megarish plainis. Uplainy plainis. Uplainis plainis. So each couple is written separately. Vizmanech and the kulam, but it has one date. Vaidim elamatos and a kulam kshem. It's not so kolachas viachas. So it's all kosher. The ages is on everybody, and you're fine. If you have separate dates in it, so then the Bryce said, like Rabbi Yechon said, so this is Mamash Rabbi Yechon's explanation of our Mishnah.
The Bryce brings a Tanado who argues on all this. He said the fact that they have separate dates does not to me make them separate. Rabbi Yechon said in Tanakhama, the dates separate them. Rabbi Yudha ben Besseri says, It really depends on the spacing, physical spacing in the star. If there's space between each set, that would indicate that the Adam are only on the last one. But even if there's no space, even if they have the same zman, even if they have different zmanim, it's all going to be still combined, which is not like the Tanah of our Mishnah according to anybody, that's clear. Tanah of our Mishnah, if another price like Rishlakish, Chamisha Kasu Klabatech Aget, Anu, Ploini, Uploini, Girashin, Hussein, Uploini, Uploinis, and Pliny Girish Plainis or Pliny Girish Plainis. You might have both Lashinis over here, the combined Lashin and the separate Lashin. Vizman Echel, the Kulam Elamata, then Kulam Sherid. Vitinos and Kolachas Viachas. Zman the Kolacha Viachod. Verevach the Kolacha Viachod. Elamata, Shedemikroi, Kosher. So then again, you see, according to a Shlokish, exactly this price, so you have to have them both written in two separate lists. The tef- the side of it. So there's a lot. Yes. How do you give them to each one? No, no. The what do you mean? The, she gives the you give the get to the first one. You take it back and ah. give it to the second one. The it's question you're asking is really is that we said that the bow has to own the paper and own the ink and all that stuff. How does that happen? Oh, that's a technical question that Mefarshim discuss. You have to say that they own it b'shutfis, but then when they give it, each one owns it at that moment to give to her, and then and that's like a matarabanastaksa kind of question. That's what Mefarshim did ask. I assume that's what you meant. Remeir Oimer, Afal Pisha Ein Revach Meneim Posel Shazman of Sikosir. Meir says the other side again, arguing on on this Tanakam and the Brisa that the Zman itself is mafs. According to Shlokish in this Brisa, he said, I don't care if you have one Zman or separate Zmanim. So why does the Brisa say that? Remember, in this case now, you have to write two lists. You wrote one list where they're all combined, and then you have to write them separate. So now if you do that, So now the Shlokish is coming along and saying that it's not enough to have them written together in, in men, men and then women. You have to write them twice. So if you have to write them twice, then in a chanam, it's not good to have zman echod. If you have zman echod and you have, and you have the men, 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 woman, 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 then you're going to be in trouble because then it looks too much together. So then to make them more separate, again, writing that fine line, you would have to have a separate zman for each one as well. Says the Mishnah. So now that we have these two githin written together, it gets a little bit tricky. Shnei githin shakasu zeb betzad zeb. So if you have two two of them written together, v'shnei edim ivrim boymitachas zel etachas lazeb. So if you have over here two githin, these are not two githin like we had before combined. Two separate, totally separate githin happen to be on one giant piece of paper. Okay, so we have one giant piece of paper. But Lamaisa, it's two totally separate getting, you have to have separate Adim. Now, you can have the same Adim signing on both if you want, but they'd have to sign twice. One on the get on the right, and, one, and then a second time they'd have to sign on the get on the left. Okay, so that if you did that, everything would be nice and dandy. But it gets a little bit tricky, which is, you have Shnei Adim Ivrim. Jewish people, when they write, obviously we're writing right to left. We're writing in Hebrew letters right to left. Rashi says that that's fine. Shnei Adim Yevonim. You have two other Adim, which are Greek Adim. Now Rashi learns as follows. The Greek Adim are writing in Hebrew. The Greek Adim are writing right to left. The difference between the Greek Adim and the Hebrew Ivrim Adim, according to Rashi, is that the Ivrim Adim, when you write Yosef ben Shimon, you mean my name is Yosef and my father's name is Shimon. 
when the Greeks write Yosef ben Shimon, they actually mean Yosef who had a son whose name Shimon. So the person's name is actually the second name they're written in the thing, not the first one. Which means, if you have these two stars side by side, and the signatures you're writing big enough that it crosses between both of them, so these signatures are all like sort of overlapping. Okay, So you have the two Hebrew signatures, Ivri signatures first, which crosses over on both. What means crossing over on both means that you have the Yosef ben Shimon, and the Yosef is under the right star, and the Shimon is under the left star. So that depends what your intention is. What's the, what's the aide's name? Is the aide's name Yosef? Or is the aide's name Shimon? And that makes an Afkamino, which star he's trying to sign on. Because obviously your name should be under the star that you're trying to sign. So that's the Mishnah again. Let's read inside. So it says the Mishnah, Only the star on the right, where the two Edim Ivrim have signed, that one is kosher. The star on the left is possible. Why? The more we'll have to explain. Let's say it's not two Ivri and then two Yivani, but they interlock. So you have Ivri, Yivani, Ivri, Yivani, Then nothing is good. Why? Hold on, we'll have to explain in the Gemara why it's possible and exactly how these signatures will set up, were set up. It says, I don't stand. The first case, I don't stand. But this Kasher, hi, Beruvain, the hi, Ben Yaakov. So wait a second. If I'm a Jewish aide, now we don't know the Adam here, right? All we get is we get a star. And the star, we have two Gittin written side by side. And on the bottom of it, it says, Ruvain ben Yaakov, the first aide. How do we know that that's one person? Right? Maybe it's two people. And the first guy's name is Ruvain, and uh, Ruvain, Ruvain ben, maybe he's the son of Ruvain. And the second guy's name is Yaakov. And therefore, you have two Adam signed on it, on one line, but one is signing on the right, and one is signing to the left. So if you have Ruvain Ben Yaakov, so the first guy's name is Ruvain, second guy's name is Ben Yaakov, right? Ben, maybe his name is Shimon, who knows, but he just wrote Ben Yaakov, that should be good enough. Not to none. We'll see in the Mishnah in the next few days. Ben Ish Ploini Eid Kosher. So you don't even have to write your name. When you sign on a document, you don't have to write your name. You can write Ben Yaakov, Ben Shimon, whatever it is, that's good enough. So maybe over here, this single signature is actually two people. So no, because it depends on the spacing. So it's Ruven Ben is on the right star, and Yaakov is on his left star. So the left star could be kosher with Yaakov, maybe. But Ruven Ben doesn't mean anything. So why not? That should be good enough also. Yaakov by itself, as long as it has the word aid on it, would be kosher. So Ruvain ben either means the son of Ruvain or, or, or something like that. It's not clear what it means, but it's a person's name. And then Yaakov, even without the word ben, just the word aid, should be kosher as well. So again, this one signature maybe actually indicates two people. The first time it says it didn't say aid. So one says Ruvain Ben, if you write the son, the father and the son, or at least that you're the Ben of someone, that would be a kosher, that would be a kosher thing. But Yaakov by itself, without the word aid, is never going to be kosher. There's no way to have a kosher signature. If, we'll see in the Mishnah later on, you have three ways to have a kosher signature. You can write somebody Ben somebody, so Ruvain Ben Yaakov. You can write Ruvain Ben, or you can write just your name, but you have to have the word aid at the end of it. If you've ever signed on the star nowadays, we mock we, to write it all. Ruvain Ben Yaakov aid. But you have to have something that indicates over here that it's aidus. And the question explained that if you write the word aid, it indicates aidus. If you write the father's name, that's also strange. Why would you write 
write your father's name. Must be you're writing it, L'Shem Edus. If you just write your name, like we do nowadays like in the secular world, that does not indicate Edus. Could just be you're scratching out your name or practicing it. Who knows what? doesn't mean Edus. Therefore, you need one or the other. So therefore, over here, you don't have the word aid, you cannot split it up into two signatures. There is aid on the end of Yaakov. The obvious answer is that you know this whole thing was written by Ruvain. It was not written by Yaakov. So if you're not sure, you don't know, so then theoretically you could split it up in your head and say this one is Ruvain Ben and this one is Yaakov A. But if we know it was actually written by Ruvain, Bezdin knows that, so you only have one signature, so you cannot split it up across two stars. Maybe Ruvain wrote his name twice. One time he wrote Ruvain Ben, and the second time he wrote Yaakov, he just meant like a family name. Right? Jacob's. And that's what he wrote. When he wrote Yaakov, he meant his family name. People don't use their father's name as a nickname. That's how last names did develop over history. But in those days, that wasn't done that way. Remember, we had this earlier, that sometimes people don't write their names and signatures. They write symbols. So maybe when he wrote Yaakov, that wasn't his father's name. That was a symbol. Also like a family name. Right? Rav Tzayr Kavar, we said Rav would write a fish, of Chidina Harusa, a tree, of Chisna would write a Samach, of Asher would write an iron, Rabbi Avuna Tzayr Makute, he'd write like a part of a boat. Says the more, you're right, you could. You don't use your father's name as, one, as your signature as a simon. Now, it's not clear from these cases why all these simon they have to write aid, right? Did he have to write a palm tree with an, and then the word aid at the end of it? No, it's not a, couldn't write, that's why they made simon. These rabbinim could write, they were just writing it shorthand. But, so it's not 100% clear if they have to have the word aid at the end of it or not. Okay, so therefore we're saying either way you need the word aid, and therefore Ruven ben Yaakov cannot be split up into two signatures. Fine. But Lamaisa, you have four signatures here. Okay, and you tell me the first two are like right to left, the second two are, when I say left to right, I don't really mean left to right, I just mean in the order of the names. So the two, Ruvain and Shimon, who are underneath the right get, should kasha the right get, and Yosef and Naphtali, whose, whose names are last on the left, should kasha the left get. They're a little bit further away from the left get, but there's there and there's nothing, there's no empty space between them and the left get. This time, get your kosher ivers, vedis yivonis, yivonis vedis ivers kosher. I don't care what language or order or anything they write in, it makes no difference to me at all. If there's space between those edim and between the document, that's no good. Yes, you're not allowed to have empty space between a star and the edim. It doesn't look like the edim signed on the star. We're afraid people could write things in the blank spaces. So you don't want to have blank space. But as long as it's not blank, you can fill it up with other Adam signing on it. You could just color it in, whatever it is. As long as there's no blank space, it's good enough. So the, the bottom two Adam who are written Yavadi style, Lamaisa, there's no space between them and the top star. It's a little further away, but there's other, there's other Adam signed in there. Hatani Ziri Shneim Ksher. Says, well, you're right. Hatani Ziri Shneim Ksher. Ziri argues in our Mishnah. And Ziri Taka says in the ratio of our Mishnah, we have two Adam Ivrim and two Adam Yavanim, which turns out you have two Adam on the right get and two Adam on the left get. It's totally kosher. Both of them. Not like our Mishnah. So why does our Mishnah argue? The Tanadidan Dima Chasam. The problem is that the Yavanim are not so stark in how they write their names. Meaning, sometimes you have a, a Yavani when he writes Yosef ben Shimon, his name is Shimon. But sometimes when he writes Yosef ben Shimon, his name is Yosef. So now you don't know 
when you have them signed over here, if you have them signed under a star, just a regular star, so who cares if his name is Yosef or Shimon? It makes no difference to me. But over here, where the, you need to have his name, his personal name, under the star, and you're assuming that his personal name is the second name, and therefore it's under the left star, that's not necessarily true. Sometimes they sign backwards, and they actually mean that when he say Yosef and Shimon, it's not that his name is Shimon, his name is really Yosef. In which case, his signature is on the right star, not on the left star. And if it's Gundlos Chasav, Akulu Achadu Chasmi. So then you don't really have two Ivri and two Yavani. You have two, you really have four Ivri over here if they're all, if the Yavani ones are signing Gundlos. And therefore you're going to be in trouble in this case. And therefore the Artana holds since we're not sure. It seems to be Ziri says no. If you, now, what's not clear from any of this is how do you know they're Yavani? Like, how do you know? According to, according to Adam Rafarsh, we say we're talking about a different language, Mamela. Rashi's Mashra, it's still all in Lush and Kaidish, all with the Hebrew letters. So, how do you know they're Yervani? Not clear anywhere from the Gemara how you know this. But assuming you know they're Yervani, then Ziri says you could assume that Enichanami, the last two, are signing with their first name second, and therefore the left star Shkasha, the first Shkar Shkasha with the other ones. The Artan holds, you don't know necessarily that the Yervani did what you normally do. Could be their Gundalis, could be they, they switch it around, and if they switch it around, then Enichanami, you only have four every single signatures, and you have no signatures of the personal name on the left star, in which case you're still going to be stuck with the problem over here.